well, uh, the Browns season is over, so I guess on to the off season. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. All right, welcome back to Browns Breakdowns. More like sad breakdowns. Um, so if if you if, we all know what happened in the game against the Texans. Um, it just was a a bad game all around. Nothing really, no, nothing went good. All right, there wasn't anything other than maybe the receiving core. If you want to find something good in that game, that was any anywhere bit impressive. It was just sad, disappointing, and all around a big failure. Now, I will say though, um, the Browns shouldn't have even been in the playoffs. Let's be honest. Uh, we had to go through five quarterbacks, four if you don't count um, the guy for the Bengals, and I don't either, but five quarterbacks, a whole bunch of injuries. Nick Chubb was gone. Um, I mean, Sean Watson was out in the first few weeks of the season. Uh, just a lot of injuries, four quarterbacks, um, all these things, and somehow we managed to make the playoffs and make the pretty decent seeding too you know like we didn't just barely sneak in we were a five seed and all of it just kind of fell apart in that texans game um i don't know how to feel i don't know why well, i feel pain uh but yeah it was just a disappointing game not much uh else to really say about the game uh just gonna look at stats now uh 45 to 14 was the final score now, i don't feel too bad because there were a lot of other blowouts like the cowboys uh, Packers game that was a blowout it, does, it doesn't look like a blowout on the box score but it was um, and then the Dolphins Chiefs games wasn't a blowout but it sure as heck felt like one because the Dolphins didn't do anything uh, to try and make themselves better now looking at the Texan stats um, CJ Stroud he's offensive rookie of the year and let's just be honest that's his uh, title he was 16 for 21 for 274 yards and three touchdowns uh, Devin Singletary was 13 for 66 for a touchdown. Um, receiving the ball, receiving was really, really good. Uh, Nico Collins, 6 for 96, one touchdown. Brevin Jordan, 1 for 76, one touchdown. John Mechie, 3 for 44. Uh, Dalton Schultz, 1 for 37 and a touchdown. And so that was kind of the receiving. Uh, Christian Harris had a sack and an interception. Steven Nelson with an interception. Uh, Will Anderson and Kurt Hinnish both had interceptions or uh, sacks, I mean, and Derek Barnett also had a sack. And then the kicker, blah, 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 uh, Texans or Brown stats, I mean. Uh, Joe Flacco, 34 for 46, 307 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Those were both pick sixes, by the way. Uh, Kareem Hunt was eight for 26 and a touchdown. Uh, Jerome Ford 9 for 17 and Joe Flacco was 3 for 13 on the ground which is kind of interesting I guess. Uh, David Njoku 7 for 93, Harrison Bryant 4 for 65, Amari Cooper 4 for 59, David Bell 8 for 54 and Jerome Ford was 4 for 15. And then defensively uh, Jeremiah Wuzakoromura had 8 tackles. He was really good that game. Um, that was probably the best defensive player I feel like. We had no sacks or interceptions, which is um, <clears throat> pretty rare, honestly. That's not something you see all the time. 
And then looking at the uh, team stats, Browns 324 yards, Texans 356 total yards, uh, Browns 268 passing yards to the 280 of the Texans, 56 rushing yards, 76, and five or 4.6 yards per play um, and to the Texans 8.1 yards per play, which by the way is insane. Uh, 8.1 yards per play is not something you hear every day. And so that's actually really, really, really impressive. Um, but then just just looking at everything, right? Just looking at, uh, let's just say, the first downs, right? The Texans only had for 14 first downs. But here's the thing. You don't get a whole lot of first downs when you score so many points that quickly. It just doesn't happen. And so... Um, that is something that was a bit unfortunate was the fact that they weren't that they had uh 14 first downs which means um they have that kind of scoring so quickly uh but then just looking at everything else right let's just go to um let's just go to the uh let's let's just say here man i can't talk uh here so uh, third down efficiency, right? Here. This is something that's very impressive for the Texans. I know, sad uh, for the Texans. Um, the Texans only had two third down conversions, right? You'd think that's bad. It's not. The thing about it is, is that the Texans had eight third down chances, and the Browns were seven for fifteen in third down efficiency. The fact that the Texans only had eight chances to convert third down means that they were just driving down the field without... It also means that their drives were very, very short. They weren't spending a whole lot of time with the ball, and so they didn't have enough time to get into a third down situation. And that is further proven by, one, by the way, the Browns were 0 for 4 on fourth down efficiency. Uh, but that is further proven by the Texans' 44 total plays to the Browns' 70. The average is like 62 or something like that. So that's already a lot more than usual. But then uh, four sacks allowed. Yeah, we all get it. Four penalties for 32 yards for the Browns, three for 20 for the Texans. Uh, we had two interceptions. They had none. And then time of possession also, once again, further proves the fact that their drives were quite short with 24 minutes and 34 seconds worth of time of possession, which isn't insanely low. I think the average is like 28 minutes, somewhere around there. Um, well, obviously, it would be 32 minutes, but it's, it's not. It's more like like usually teams will get about 29 minutes um but yeah just a disappoint with, with the 30 would be the average because all teams have to add back up but it's it's a pretty disappointing uh game not anything we want to replicate just pretty overall just disappointing um so just first things first by the way i want to just talk about this this is something that was really annoying in this game was the penalties now, refereeing penalties, it's a very thing. It's a thing. It's a strange thing, but it's a thing. And it was just disappointing watching this team completely. Um, in my opinion, some of these calls were really dumb. 
like the call no call against Nijoku, um, where the guy basically ran into Nijoku and didn't even give him an opportunity to catch the football was 100% a pass interference. I don't know how the rest didn't call that. And then looking at the um, the call against uh, Dalton Schultz, the holding or the pass interference call against him, uh, the guy barely even grabbed Dalton Schultz. I mean, technically, yes, it was a grab. Technically, it hindered his chance to catch the football. So yes, in the rule book, it was pass interference. But the thing is, is that was just they didn't call a pass interference on Njoku, and the Njoku hit. For pat that should have been pass interference was way more of a pass interference call than the actual uh than the actual call against um dalton schultz i mean it should have been a, a call and it just it just was a really disappointing season it just wasn't anything to see it just was super super annoying too because like what happened was is the refs just decided, hey, we're just not going to call some of these um, these penalties. And it sucked because some of these penalties were pretty clear. Um, I mean, like, if you look at, there were some other penalties, I think, I can't remember all of them, that were also no calls that probably should have been called. Uh, it, it just wasn't the best refereed game. Um, but refereeing has been such a weird point in the NFL season this year. There's been so many uh, things, so many cases that the referees have been bad, so many cases that they've actually been pretty decent. All these arguments for why or why not refs should be like kicked out of the NFL, I don't know. Um, it just wasn't the best refereed game. There were a lot of like back and forth things where the Texans got a call, but we didn't. And they were basically the same things in the rule book, technicality, sense of way. Um, just wasn't a fun game. And it wasn't a fun game just because we lost really badly. But the two pick sixes, Joe Flacco threw the first pick six. And we were like, okay, the game's basically over now. We're not coming back from this. But technically, Joe Flacco might be able to find a way somehow to bring us back and win us the game. And then he threw the second one. And it was just about over. It was over at that after that second pick. Um, the defense. I mean, you look at the defense. Both defenses did not seem like they were doing very well in the uh, at the start of the game. Right? It did not seem like the defenses were doing very well. But then the Texans defense kind of figured it out a little. Or our offense just wasn't very good. Our offense wasn't good, but our offense is never good. Um, Oh, yeah, sorry, excuse me, I am yawning, I'm tired, I don't know why, uh, I guess I'm just thinking about this game and it's making me exhausted, um, but then if you look at the, uh, the Texan, or the Browns defense, I mean, the Browns defense just looked lost, let's be honest, the Browns defense was atrocious, um, secondary was terrible, the secondary couldn't get anything going, they just kept bombing us over the top, just over and over and over, just 20 yards, 20 yards, 20 yards, just wasn't even a remotely decent secondary game. Um, and then you look at the offense, they couldn't get anything going at all. And then just looking at the defense once again, looking at like the, the defensive line, um, Miles Garrett didn't do anything. Uh, by the way, who's the tackle for the little, oh man, 
Laramie Tunzel. Laramie Tunzel had like 19 holding calls on uh, Miles Garrett that just, you know, didn't get called. Um, the whole Miles Garrett not getting holding calls thing is weird because like Miles Garrett is so good you have to hold him to stop him basically. Um, and I think the refs kind of know that. They know that Miles Garrett, who's probably going to be defensive player of the year, is just too good, and so it's impossible to stop him unless you hold Miles, unless you commit an illegal holding. And I just don't think the rest call it. I think they know. I think they do the same thing for Nick Bosa, same thing for um, TJ Watt, same thing for Michael Parsons. They know that these edge rushers are so good. The chances that you're going to stop him and not commit an infra infraction is low. And so they just give you the benefit of the doubt and don't call the holding calls, which screws over the Bat Browns. But if they called every single holding call, the game would never end and all the holding call recipients would be pissed off. Um, so before we dive any deeper into this painful game, uh, looking uh, or advertisements, not looking. Uh, here's the advertisements. So sit tight, relax as we play some ads. Alright, welcome back everyone to Browns Breakdowns, proud partners of Fanatical Elves Network and Fans First Sports Network. So, I mean, pain, you know? Like, there's nothing to say anymore. Uh, it was just a painful, painful game. I just don't really... So bad. It was a good season, right? Like, let's... I guess let's do some... Uh, I guess let's just do some, like, uh, crap, what's it called? Um, oh, man. Reflection. This season was not supposed to be a good season, all right? Everything was mounted against us. The quarterback situation, Nick Chubb getting injured, Denzel Ward getting injured, all these injuries we had across the offensive line, all these injuries we had across the um, wide receivers and the secondary um, then the quarterback situation, as I said, that's the main point. It just was not supposed to be a good season. We weren't supposed to make the playoffs. We were supposed to be 9-8, and eight, and we exceeded expectations. We fought hard, and we ended up making the playoffs. Now, while it didn't go very well in the end, in the end of the game, it was 45-14, the fact that we made the playoffs is still an important thing to remember. And I feel like a lot of people are forgetting how good this season was and how large the odds were that were stacked up against us. I mean, there's only one team in the NFL who's beaten both one seeds, and it was the Browns. We beat the Ravens. I mean, if you look back to the nail bite, uh, nail biter missed field goal against the 49ers. Uh, you look to the Steelers game where Nick Chubb got hurt. I don't like thinking about that just because of how long it was. Um, but if you look at maybe the game against the Ravens where we won or that week one game against the Bengals or all of these things that were just not, that were still bright spots in this disappointing season. And I know that playoffs success is all that matters. I mean, go look at the Cowboys. They've been 12 and five. 12 and 6 or whatever for the past three seasons and still haven't won a single playoff game oh well i think they've won one but whatever um it's just it's the little things and i think this will be a very interesting offseason to see what the browns do uh if they address the running back situation i know the offensive coordinator i believe got fired 
I believe the running back and tight end uh, coaches got fired. I mean, there's still some very young players on this team. Elijah Moore, Cedric Tillman, uh, David Njoku, um, Jerome Ford, kind of Kareem Hunt. I don't think Kareem Hunt's coming back. I don't think Jerome Ford is going to be a Brown next year. He might, but I don't think so. Um, but then like wide receivers like Amari Cooper, that 265 yard game against the Texans. I mean, if you look at that, that was a really, 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 that was a record setting, incredible, incredible game. Just an incredible game. Honestly, like it was one of the best games by a receiver might've been the best receiver game in the 2023 season. And so there's a lot to think about for this season. It just wasn't the Brown season it just wasn't our season uh even though we made the playoffs it just it just wasn't supposed to be our year I know there was a lot of things that looked good I mean uh Joe Flacco looked insane um Mark Cooper the defense the defense just kind of the defense was something we should have thought of the defense was good but they kept they were inconsistent and they would randomly just fall apart and then the next week they'd be insane and so I feel like that problem really showed in the Texans game where the defense just looked bad and made mistakes and just couldn't get anything, any stops or anything. And I feel like that's kind of what also killed the Browns a lot was that the defense just couldn't get anything done. Um, and the defensive, the offensive line uh, problems, you know, all those problems were pretty. Um, I My mic's weird. What the heck? Sorry, I don't know what just happened. My mic decided not to work. Uh, but all the things like the d d the offensive line, uh, we had all those injuries from DeJuan Jones, and we had all these injuries on the offensive line. Um, you look at maybe something like, um, oh, God, I can't think of it. Uh, the running backs. Yeah, the running backs. Um, but, like, the secondary also. The secondary was never very good. Uh, there was just, like, Greg Newsome, he wasn't good. He just pretended to be good and somehow got away with it. Um, all these, these things that were mounted up against us all completely showed in that Texans game. But it was a good season. It was a good run. There's not much, we, there's obviously nothing we can do now other than just be excited for next season and be happy about what happened this season. I mean, we had Defensive Player of the Year, most likely. We had Coach of the Year, most likely. Um, Joe Flacco was crazy in those games before the, uh, the Texans game. That was obviously really fun to watch, uh, watching this defense be considered the best in the league for a little while. There was fun to watch. There was just a lot of fun things, even though we lost, even though we weren't able to have any playoff success, it was still an incredible Brown season and one that we should continue to, um, look back on and be, and think, wow. That was really fun. Um, I know people don't remember the bad goods and usually remember the bads, especially when it comes to pro pro sports. Um, but yeah, that was just a good game. Uh, a good season, I mean. It was a good run. We it, I enjoyed it while it lasted. Um, but back down to reality and back to the offseason. So I'm going to quickly discuss my offseason plan. I'll release an, I won't release an episode until Pro Bowl week. So it'll be the divisional round and then the NFC Championship, and then the Pro Bowl week, so you got two more weeks of waiting. Um, just kind of, there's there's literally nothing to talk about. 
Uh, that's the problem, especially with the offseason. If you look back to last year's offseason, um, there's literally nothing to talk about. It's just nothing. There's no free agency right now, no trades, no, no draft. Uh, I will still ha be getting to have draft coverage in once at that promo week. But yeah, I'll release an episode every Saturday. It'll be 10 to 15 minutes, only one episode a week, Saturday, 10 to 15 minutes, where I just recap any news that's been floating around, any rumors, anything, because there's just not a lot of content. But Pro Bowl week, whenever that is, the Saturday of Pro Bowl week, I will release an episode or just pay attention to my thing in two weeks. Uh, once the NFC Championship week is over, uh, just start paying attention every Saturday. There'll be, an, there'll be an episode out. Don't worry. Uh, I love you all. I know this is a little short, but once again, there's, there's not much to talk about anymore. I love you all. I'll catch you in a few weeks. Uh, go Browns. Disappointing loss, but it's okay. We'll, we'll move on. We'll, 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 something will eventually happen, all right? Well, something will happen. We have to win. Uh, I love you all. Peace.